When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for a good old drag brunch, and this one is Down Under. Oh, Down Under Debbie's. Uh, it's episode three, and we are ready for some cold eggs, soggy tater tots, and bottomless brunch. After a bit of tool time uh, with, with Tim crew. Allen, oh, with the pit crew, the queens are paired up to create some short, quippy, comedic hosting routines. This episode has workroom conversations about racism in the drag community and accusations of sabo and strategy. Yes, and even at Queen with an eye infection. <gasps> Too close to home? The runway this week is one we are also familiar with, Red for Filth. Wow, they're really coming for me. Available everywhere to stream right now and coming to your city this fall. Now, who's paying attention to whom now, darling? What is that supposed to mean on this album? Mm, I don't know, but grab the wallabies. It's time for another episode of Rice Chaser. Down under. The Courtney Act edition. Oh. M. Mom! Race Chaser. G'day. And welcome back to Race Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Queens, down under. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. And last week, we gave you a double dose of divas for the Down Can Under premiere. Can you take premiere. two at once? Honey, <laughs> you obviously haven't seen my previous work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so episode one, we met all the girls, and they did we the did. Unconventional Materials Challenge. Molly That's Poppins popped off. Mm-hmm. She won that first challenge, and Fofar and Spanky, they had to uh, duel it out for Kylie song, and Fofar um, frolicked away. Episode she did. two, Spanky Jackson had a major comeback, and she was the winner, with Minnie, Con- Minnie Cooper and Hannah Conda nipping at her heels, and in the yes. bottom was Aud- Aubrey Have and Audrey. Queen Kong. Audrey? Oh, it's Is it- Aubrey. Why did she say Audrey on the mirror, though, too? Because probably people kept calling her Audrey. Oh man. Um, well, La Something Have and Queen it's Kong. It's okay, William. <laughs> no problems, Junos. Um, they lip synced to "I Touch Myself" to the Divinals, and uh, Queen Kong killed it. And Aubrey um, hopefully had uh, the maximum amount of carry on and checked luggage. 
and went get home. Joe shit. shit. Get Joe shit. Get Joe shit. I promise it won't happen again. <laughs> You know, on Virgin, they're very liberal with their uh, their luggage allowances. Actually, no, they're not. Because no, they're I not. Remember, I they remember made me compile. Many, oh, honey, they made. Oh, I was ooh, moted. If you listen to very, very. Motisha that, Jenkins. I was, was in the building. Moted. <gasps> uh, what did they make you take out? One shoe, a single compact. No, it was, you know, it was just like it was. It was a whole rigmarole. It was a disaster. Is that when you it had to wear your hip pads disaster. on the plane? <laughs> I do that anyway. It's more cushioning. Mm-hmm, for the pushing in. Um, the lipstick so- <laughs> message from Audrey or Aubrey, she says, Stay fagadelic, Bobbies. Can't wait to see you all again. Love, Aubrey Have Or Audrey. Mm-hmm. Audrey, now, too. Queen is really down on herself. She doesn't feel like she um, did as well as she could have in that challenge um, when she was giving Valley Girl instead of Ditsy. And uh, she's the ditzy doll from down dit- under. Ditsy doll from down under. Um, yeah. Minnie does the most gracious thing I've seen a queen do in the workroom, where she gets down on her knees and praises Queen and says, "I do not want to be in the bottom with you, bitch. And you need to feel good about yourself. You're a star. All the all the things that a girl. I am a star. <laughs> Show a hole for your nerves. Uh yes, they're they need to get these girls some dick. Because mm-hmm. it, within the first one minute of this episode, there's so many dick sucking, cock sucking. I'm gonna service you. I'm gonna bow down on my knees. I'm gonna do this, this, mm-hmm. this, and this. Uh, there's so much cock sucking innuendo. It's not innuendo. It's outuendo. Mm-hmm. It is outright. Everyone needs to suck dicks. So, should can they give conjugal visits to the drag queens, or do they deprive them on purpose? It's easier to say sorry than may I, but we could also send Monet down there to fuck her sisters because we know she likes doing that. Sister Dick, she'll take it quick. We'll make you trick. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Queen turns around and and congratulates Spanky on the win because she did great. And uh, she tried to describe her without using the word cage queen. Uh, Do you know why the cage queen sings? Why? Hopefully she lip syncs. <laughs> oh right, that's what she. Uh, she shouldn't say just because she can't doesn't mean she should. Uh, you hear that, Hannah, girls? Hannah is feeling the pressure because she has no wins yet. None. She feels like she's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And she says, "Next week, it's mine." She bride's heads revisited. But. <laughs> But as for the next day, RuPaul comes into the workroom with a good old good day, good day, good day. So you are one of the people that believes RuPaul is there, correct? Well, uh, no, I'm a denier. I want to see the wide. What, wanna... what is preventing us from the wide shot? That's what I want to know. That's what we need to know on this podcast. Oh, where in the world, I wonder, is the wide? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, RuPaul. Where in the world? I wonder. <laughs> RuPaul is uh, escorting the pit crew onto the stage with an "Oh, pit crew!" and they have hard hats and shorts and no shoes. Um, and then they have little light up numbers around their necks and interesting bulges in their shorts because this game is called Tools of the Trade. Yes. And she basically splits the girls into groups of four for some reason, and mm. then. They get to choose where stuff goes, but wouldn't the girls that have gone forth know where the stuff is after seeing them? 
Well, because it's a memory game. So it, So the first person has a disadvantage over the fourth person because the fourth person has seen three other girls guess. Pamara fourth. <laughs> no, I I was confused by that too because yes, they're broken into groups of four and then some of them, some of the girls it was shown that like they couldn't remember. No, I think what what happens is you go down the line and it's very unlikely oh. you're going to guess the first try. Then then the rotation starts over. And then once you get through the rotation rotation of tools, oh. then you have to remember where you saw that little fucking hair dryer or uh, you know. Do you think that like once the girl gets her turn, she just goes and stands off to the side and that's it and maybe that's why they're there? Or it, what no, they keep going until they get them all. Okay. I don't know. Well, this game you know has nothing should've... to do with drag. It has it's to do with so much drag. These nonsense. are tools of our trade. When and have you ever it's... used a curling iron, ma'am? In your 20 years of drag, you have never touched a curling iron because I own those, one. those rats' nests would run out the door had they known. <laughs> uh, you know, the rats don't like the heat, but they are resilient. <laughs> they can't uh, take the heat, stay out of Alaska's kitchen. You know what they should have used is that ultra size of the um, the weave bond. Oh, yeah, the natties. Because that resembles dick shape. But you could smell it before you see it. That natties. I love, ugh. I love the smell of that. That smell makes me gag, and not many things do that. Um, so the girls are getting through with their answers, and Pomora is just milking it like she was raised on a dairy farm, honey. She's beveling and kickball changing and saying, um... RuPaul wi- hates this. She's like, girl, it's only an hour show. And then she gives a sign off. She says, if you can't love yourself, goodbye. RuPaul hates being left to wait. Unless unless she's unless you're really making her laugh, this was not. She was annoyed and she was like, You're going home tonight, bitch. <laughs> we should ask her about the All-Stars girls. Well, <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about that another time. How could we now, talk about it? You weren't there, darling. The winner is Molly Poppins, who gets the most guesses right and wins a cash prize of $5,000, courtesy of Bonds. They are throwing money around. There's money on the floor this episode. Honey, there are coins tinkling. Do you think the the Australia season one girls are like, fucking shit, goddammit. Yes. So much money being thrown around. Yes, they are. Money, accusations. Those season one girls throw around tons of things. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> What's the maxi challenge? The maxi challenge is the queens performing in pairs as they co-host a down under drag bunch. I think they mean brunch in the outline. Um, each team is both is supposed. It's basically feels like the intro to a brunch where like two girls are like ham fisting, having it out, like introing a brunch. But there's no food. I see no mimosas. So it's basically a roast toast or just tell jokes, and you need to put the tea in entertainment. I love Crystal. Yeah. Oh. I love Crystal. Uh, yes. Um, well, Molly, as the winner, gets to choose her own partner and then assign the rest of the pairs. Mm-hmm. Now, Molly Poppins chooses Hannah Conda, of course, because, you know, they have chemistry. They're friends. Share a step and, Right. And she knows that Hannah's really funny. She then assigns the rest, but then she becomes the queen of Sabo uh, because the other girls are like, oh, so you're trying to read. Minnie Cooper and Queen Kong, Beverly Kills and Pamara Fifth, and Spanky Jackson and Uruguay. These girls are getting sassy in the workroom, too. When they ask her about it, Molly's, Molly tries to 
tell the girls that she's um, squirming. She says, "Oh, I wanted. I just wanted to put a like a, a powerhouse with another girl." And she, I don't think she realizes that she inadvertently insulted half of every team. Um, oh, so I'm not a powerhouse. So I'm oh, not. So a power which house. one's the powerhouse? Oh, so she's a powerhouse. Then I'm not a powerhouse. No, I was just like there's someone really talkative, and then someone less talkative. Oh, so I'm not talkative. Uh, oh, so you say I don't talk enough. Very that. They were they were not letting her off the hook with this. They were all, you know, letting her have it a little bit. Sabo. Mm-hmm. There's also a conversation about the do not underestimate the New Zealand queens because there is mm-hmm. definitely a bit of an Aussie versus New Zealand vibe in the workroom. And if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. in season one, both of the top two were New Zealand queens. Well, girl, don't mm-hmm. underestimate the Kiwis, darling. Don't they're do it. Fr- they're fuzzy on the outside, but they're juicy and sweet on the inside. With little tiny seeds. Seed. Can't forget the seed. <laughs> Pamar and Beverly um, are dual ends of a spectrum with how they work. One is very like off the cuff, and the other is, I need a script. I need the joke. I need the setup. She's on the cuff. She's young. And I think that's the difference between Beverly and Pamara. Pamara has experience and can like go out, see a crowd, and do her thing. Beverly is like, no, yeah. we're not leaving it to chance, which I think but- is smart. But also you don't want to go into a challenge like this and just be like, I don't know, I'll just see what I see and like do what I do. In real brunch, that works. But on Drag Race fake, you know, fake brunch bonanza, you have to write your jokes and have it set. Otherwise, you'll just look like you didn't do the job or the challenge. Mm -hmm. And in a real brunch, if you ever do have to tip a girl, the easiest way is to get one dollar bill, a slice of bacon and another dollar bill and then hand it to the girl. Do not do that. You can also use sausage. You're right. Don't right. do the, oh, De- Delta Work talks about this on Very Delta. She's like, don't do the thing where you, it's like a carrot on a stick with a horse. Ooh, come and get, ooh, come and get it. No, come don't get do the dollar. That. Come and get the dollar. Don't put a dollar in your mouth and go, ooh, kiss your daughter, boo boo. Kissy no. Christmas. Kissy no, Christmas, do Ruru does not work at a brunch. Not at all. What would your angle be uh, on a brunch like this? On a brunch like this. What I would probably do is wear a dress that could open up and had eggs in it, creamer, a waffle, a piece of bacon, and say, I am the brunch, come and get it. And then just something about like, I am the brunch, <laughs> the only brunch. I'm brunch of brunch. <laughs> I am brunch of brunch. Um, Afternoon yeah. superstar. I would probably find a way to incorporate brunch foods into my act and then tell a few jokes. So you'd rely on side gags. Hmm. Uh-huh. Isn't that how you do your makeup, though? <laughs> Just because the sight of it makes you gag does not make it a side <laughs> gag. <laughs> oh. Hmm. So, um, mini queen Hannah and Molly have a totally mini queen. (laughs) They have a totally unprompted conversation about racism and drag that's perfectly framed up with stools in place. Um, But it's called reality show. Everything is perfectly framed up. Everything is um, everything that they say about Australia is also true for the U.S. I feel like there has been even more conversation about. Uh, about racism and systemic racism in America than there has been down there. So, like, even though we're, you know, America still has a, a tremendous amount of work to do, I feel like Australia even has more. So I think it's nice that they're having this conversation on screen, sharing it with the audience, sharing it with one another. And, um, yeah, I like that. I think a simple Courtney Chats would fix everything. <laughs> 
Courtney fact. Courtney fact. Um, Hannah shares her experience about appropriating past drag looks, doing a geisha night, doing a pharaoh night, and um, cutting to Queen Kong's interview and her listening face is just uh, an exercise in restraint. It's wonderful just watching her go, okay, you going to shut up? You Okay, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. Right. It's called holding space for her. <laughs> and she said, honey, in my culture, there isn't even a word for sorry. You show that you're sorry by your actions. So, I mean, and Hannah kind of touches on that, and she says she's been part of anti-racist actions uh, and her work in the community since, which is a way of showing rather than just saying, sorry, I apologize, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, which I appreciate. Is RuPaul not doing walkthroughs on Down Under? Because she's not there, guys. Listen, listen, you might as well call this podcast Courtney Facts because the we're getting down to the truth. And each episode, we get closer to the center of the scandal. And we're going to unearth it. The scandal of the necklace. Notes on a scandal. I'm, I'm writing notes about this scandal. Notes of bergamot on a scandal. Well, we'll take a break on that one. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? That's our producer in the booth telling us that it's time to take a break. So why don't we go ahead? And we're going to get down to this scandal. Take a break. We can go Take to our break. daughter's house in the Hamptons. <laughs> Take you a break. <laughs> and I think I'll go down to Brazil and get a BBL. Oh my God. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for 
us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Later in the workroom, the girls get a coaching session with Rice Nicholson and Chris Parker. Now, Chris Parker is the comedian that Rice. I had heard from my... It's Reese Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, her too. She's there. So, um, Chris Parker was the one that all my Australian friends thought was going to be the Reese Nicholson. Oh. They were like... Because I remember a couple of them were like, we thought it was going to be her, but it turned out to be the redhead one. But, well, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. The girls could be come a out. Ross Carson scenario. Bury that. Switch Spank- him in, switch him out. Keep him Sw- on the toes. Switch him in. It sounds like a, a Kikoman sister switch brand. Switch him in. Switch him in. Put switch him in on my toast. Switch him in, Kikoman. Uh, Spank- <laughs> Spanky and Yuri go up first, and uh, they're told to lean into being the Kiwi New Zealand duo and share more personal sure. jokes. Um, Get personal because that's whatever one wants out of her drag brunch. We want to know the queens personally. You could go to personnel. <laughs> um, Hannah and Molly reveal that one wanted to be a clown and the other one to be a priest. And they're like, oh, make your whole thing about that. But I don't know how that would work as a drag brunch intro. So, I, well, this is, I think this is great. I think the material really writes itself. And I thought their material ended up being really good. Me too. And really funny. But it's not drag brunch intro. It's like one know, lady but show. This is a fake drag brunch. This isn't real. I mean, a real drag brunch, you just do drag 101. You say, where are my gays? Where's my lesbians? Where are my bi's? We have a I'm bottom. Bi- I'm bisexual. If you buy me something, I get sexual. <laughs> Our bottom-friendly menu is over on that table. It is a bowl of ice cubes and some emodium. Please help yourself. Do not use the Dancing Queen bathroom to evacuate your bowels. Please go in the alley behind the smoking station. Like that's Hand me drag that drink. Hand me that drink. The glass is really big. Makes my hands look smaller. <laughs> uh, drag please. 101. Please tip us. We are not offering change. She won't change her wig at all. <laughs> Same wig, three different dresses. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of that. Um, queen the- and Minnie, Minnie Queen, as we're calling them, are told their energy is uneven. And they really need to play off one another a little bit more. Okay. Well, Minnie is definitely, um, she has this frenetic energy. Um and Queen is more of a, um, she gives like RBF kind of. 
Like she's got an air of mystery. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No, resting bitch face. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um. So, <laughs> wait. What if Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> dressed up as a shark and she was Ruth Bader? Wait, Merle, Merle, Ruth Bader, Merle Ginsburg. That's what I would have done for my before and after. Oh, I see. You're smart, girl. Ruth um, Bader, Merle Ginsburg. They're trying Both to bring... judges. <laughs> Judging judges. They're trying to bring um, Queen and Minnie up to the equal energy, and we'll see how that turns out. But Pomora and Beverly, they're definitely getting the do 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 do, um, and they're like, "That was my line. That was your line. It was that." Oh, oops. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, there's a lot of throwing one another under the bus, uh, and they're, they're told, try and make your scene partner look better than yourself. Which is a great tip, honestly. Being gracious on stage is a learned practice, for sure. Great for improv, for sure. Yeah. Now, in the next day in the workroom, Yuri is a guy. She's not there because she has an eye infection. Huh. A drag queen with an eye infection. Trend alert, eye infections. I'm sorry, I can't see you. I have an eye infection. <laughs> infection. <laughs> I wonder how she got it. I wonder if um I wonder if there was a a dirty finger. You think she was eating ass on this good on this good hotel, Australian hotel. No Zealand know. hotel. They're not mm. in Australia. Maybe. Well, I it, hope. It, we're left in suspense because Spanky may have to go it alone, and we do. It's a, she's facing an uncertain future. But I uh, think if anyone could do it alone, I think Spanky could. I think Spanky could self spank. Yeah, she's a big girl. She, she could figure just it reach out. into the spank bank and mm-hmm. she'd make a withdrawal. And, but uh, we'll see after RuPaul comes to the main stage if if all the attendants show up. Uh, Mama. RuPaul, RuPaul is in a shimmering Mother. leopard print dress with big blonde hair. Mother. She looks so great. Beautiful. Leopard print. And and the runway theme is red for filth. Hello. She sees you. She sees you. Hello. I she feel just seen. Won't you on her show anymore? I, um, I can't tell you how much it costs for me to get this cross promo. Oh my gosh. You know. I, I see red. Yeah, and tickets are now on sale, aren't they? I feel red. Um, uh, yes. Go to my website, alaskathunderfuck.com. I'm going on tour in like a couple months. It's gonna be sickening. Mm-hmm. The judges are also Michelle Visage, Reese Nicholson, Ursula Carson, Carlson. She's funny. Ur- I've, Ursula? I've... Ursula. 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 No. Well, she says it Ursula. Ursula. A lot. Okay, Ursula yeah. Car- Carlson uh, is wearing a blouse. Um, thank you, Ursula. Thank you, Ursula. Are well, y'all ready you're in for big some trouble. drag brunch? <laughs> I can't hear you. That wasn't good enough. Attitude check. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the subtitles are so hilarious. Uh, there's one, one, my favorite one was, someone was saying, I need to find some faith. Mm-hmm. And the subtitle read "Flying Casino." <laughs> <laughs> the flying Casino. I like it. Flying Casino. I feel bad for who, whoever is in the booth, like trying to feverishly figure out these accents and what they're saying. Girl, it's part categories, part Hangman, because they're guessing on a lot of it, baby. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, flying Casino. Drag Yuri, queens are weird. Yuri is nowhere to be found. 
Um, she did not turn in her music and she did not email it to the DJ. So I don't know what's going to happen. But Pamora oh, no. Fifth and Beverly Kills go up first. Mm-hmm. And um, they hit a snag when Yuri was there to be roasted and they didn't adjust their script. And it was just like, uh, and why? Y'all couldn't have come up with a joke about fucking. About, about being there? Right. About Spanky Jackson being by herself. I mean, you guys. I don't know. And, also, and then RuPaul is doing that. Uh, the grimace, grimacing smile. Oh, you mean the celebrity drag race smile? Uh, uh, that one. She's mortified. Y'all know the one. Y'all know the one if you watch Celebrity Drag Race. That POS. Um, I don't understand why they do a toast without a glass. It's bad luck. I mean, you could actually do a toast and say, I'd like to prepare for this toast. This is what I would do. And then just start frisbee and bread at people. I'd like to propose a toast, a toast, and then then I'll pull out a toaster, and you pull out a bunch of bread, and you throw it at people. Can I tell you, bitch? I got robbed in Palm Springs. Somebody broke into the house. What? And you know what? The, yeah, you know what when? they stole uh, this week. They stole the Apple TV, all my power yeah. tools, and Mm-mm. my toaster. My fucking Mm-mm. toaster. It was a good toaster too. Honey. I know. I'm changing all the locks and doing all the things and more cameras and all everything. But toast, you can't you you need a cup in your hand or bread in your hand if you want to do a toast. And they didn't that take is any of the legacy pieces, did they? No, they didn't. And honestly, robbers Good. robbers are better than larcenies because it's not as personal. Wait, larceny is the same thing, isn't it? Vandals. A robbery petty larceny. Mm-hmm, but robbery is better than petty. vandalism. Lori Petty. I'm uh, sorry. That's horrible. Yeah. What about Hannah Conda and Molly Poppins? That's the opposite I of Marvel. Love, they were great. I love these two as a duo. They're very, very funny. They do a little song. They do a, a you know, a royalty-free song for us. Mm-hmm. Um, what about farting into her foreskin while she's tucking? That seems really funny. That seems really funny. Um, drag joke. Disgusting and hilarious. Which is your brand, honey? So. I'm I'm all I'm here for it. I'd watch a whole show with Hannah and Molly, just like kicking back and forth with this like light titter banter. It's funny. Absolutely. I I even loved as they were exiting, they were just sort of like, <laughs> just like just come like, on, girl. <laughs> like very much having a great time, uh, and I loved watching them for sure. Queen Kong and Minnie, they switched it up. They uh, had Queen come on first and do her little bit, and then they had Minnie come out and do their little bit, and then they met in the middle while talking about their differences and similarities with identities, relationships, and white privilege. Um, It was, it was. I think it was the best a way to make those two complement each other without adjusting either's performance style to, uh, yeah, like uh, cave to the other. You know what I mean. Totally. And this is how it works. You you banter while one girl's getting ready, pinning on her wig, and then the other girl comes out. She wasn't ready yet. She was vamp. V-A-M-P vamp. Shanita was in the dressing room because she needed a bobby pin. Yeah, she did. Spanky Jackson and you're a guy. Yuri makes it back. and she's Just in the nick of time. Super high energy. She must have gotten a drip at the hospital. <laughs> Hello. Uh, they- <laughs> Say hello. Life is a party with David Burke. Life is a party. (laughs) Queen of the Pony. Party. (laughs) Find your frame. (laughs) She owns all these doorways. (laughs) I'm going to be done around. 
Are you, are you guys actually doing your podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Am I on it? Mm-hmm. Oh you are. God, you're, you're a star. <laughs> you're a star. Special appearance darling. by my quiet friend. <laughs> I, um, I've got the brushes. Cool. So whenever you're ready. Like five? Whatever. All right. <laughs> uh, Delightful. Yes. That was my drag daughter's husband. Do- David your daughter. Uh-huh. Star of the goat, or who is Sylvia on the Broadway? Also okay. seen in Gypsy with Bernadette Peters. Also, Life is a Party, the book, the novel, the novella. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a tome. <laughs> um, so Spanky and your <laughs> <laughs> a tome. Um, they were definitely one of the better duos. I thought they were. Um, they, they had little feel- jokes here and there. They had the the girls tittering. And clittering. They um, have a they have a great uh they have a great rapport and yes, Yuri is almost like she had to get in drag really fast. It's almost like she just sort of ran in and like did it and didn't have too much time to like overthink it like she did on the acting challenge. And I thought her energy was strange, but captivating. I felt the same way on the acting challenge. I thought Yuri was like, she was making very strange choices. She it was it clearly wasn't like studied or planned, but she's a captivating model. And so it works. But like, this was like, come, come. Yeah, I thought it was funny too. And I don't know if I was necessarily laughing from her jokes or at her, but I laughed, and that, that's the key. <laughs> Laughing from her. Running from her. Well, I'm running from her because I'm taking a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, r- r- run, runway. Runway. Now, the category this week is red for filth, or red for fifth, since it is down under. I'm pretty sure that red for filth, the first time it was uttered, was by the illustrious Alaska Thunderfuck 5000 on the RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5 season. I'm sure I'm the first one to ever think of it on Earth. Mm. Uh, I wonder where they got this idea from. No, I love this. It's always a good runway. They've done it before on other seasons, and it's always a good runway. A girl always loves to have a good, you know, give them the old red look. I say <laughs> that every party needs a girl in a good red dress. Yes. Miss mm-hmm. Beverly Kills is first to the stage, and she is donning a red gothic stone look with a candelabra on her head. Before we get into the runway, there's a couple more um, subtitle snafus. Hit this me. is a segment we call subtitle snafus. Uh, tonight in your drag brunch, and it translates to tonight in your dry brush. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they put on their foundation, dry brush. And there's another one. Oh, instead of one of the 10 drag queens, it was one of the 10 drive queens. Hmm. Yeah. I get it. But my favorite is flying casino. <laughs> Uh, I just Kia don't know. Ora. How did they do a drag brunch without a drinking competition, an ass shaking competition, birthdays? Birthdays. And none of the girls thought of that. None of them said, "Uh, the winner gets a bump. You just need to find a dealer in a bag." <laughs> like <laughs> they none probably of, weren't allowed. Yeah, but none of the drag brunch things were mentioned. And um, I don't know. Maybe brunch is a new concept to Australia. 
and they don't have it as ingrained as we do, where we know about drag brunch. You're right, though. It was more like a hosting slash roasting. Host yeah. and roast. Host it and was, roast. I mean, they put a couple like flower arrangements on the little, little tables, but that was as far as the sort of brunchiness went. Girl, if you added Lady Bunny, it could have been her wake setup. Oh, my God. I and also happy Would you birthday, look Lady at that Big bitch in that box. <laughs> uh, the second girl that we have to the stage. Well, what did you think of Beverly Kill? I thought her look was nice. I thought it was stoned. It gave um, it gave what are they called? It it did what needed to be done. She had one eye, which was a nod to Yuri Guy's uh, eye infection. I've been known to do a one-eyed look myself from time to time when necessity dictates. When when she takes dick in her eye. I think RuPaul looks incredible. RuPaul does look incredible. I um, love this hair on RuPaul. I... Anyway, I'm still waiting for Beverly Kills to just wear the most minimal makeup and flat hair you've ever seen. I oh God. I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> Beverly I is a more is. is more girl. She said, I'm going to be wearing red. My sleeves will be touching the floor. I'm obsessed with her outfit. I mean, this sort of, is it a billowy pant? I think it's a, a leg. I think it's a skirt. Or is it a skirt? It's a Love skirt, but skirt. this candelabra headband is a feat in engineering. Yeah, it's really cool. It's dripping down her face. Uh, I know that you have experience with that. Oh. Um, <laughs> you think I spill a drop? I've seen the eyelashes, dear. Oh, you did that one time. <laughs> yeah, <true>. I've seen. <laughs> I'm dripping. She what, looks great. What you did here was cool. when we got into the bedroom, he said, your friend want to come up? And I said, no. She's a first <gasps> floor friend. She doesn't go to the oh, second floor master suite. Dare you. How dare you cock block me this way? <laughs> um, so, would you wear Beverly's outfit? Because I would. Yes. Yes, I definitely would. Um, I would just wear it with long, straight, blonde hair with a, with a huge thing on top. And then the candelabra on top of that. Miss mm-hmm. uh, um, Pamora Fifth comes out giving all the ruffles uh, a gown moment and uh, big red updo. Up. Uh- Dude. I love this. This is clean to me. Are there um, are there flags on it representing um her her um her heritage? Heritage, yes. Yes, she is doing a nod to her culture um with this design. I love the I love the line of this. I love that extreme high peplum and then the just voluminous skirt mm-hmm. on the bottom. She looks sensational. The red up to she looks fucking great. And and her armpits aren't even discolored underneath them. When you lift she them up, looks she's beautiful. Sickening. This is and displaying her heritage, not her hesitage. She looks right. like a walm and honey, beautiful. High and, marks, high marks for her on this because she looks really, really beautiful. And she's swish swashing the gnats away as she walks up. Well, it's good to do that. So you got to give the hands something to do, right, Pomora? Yes. You look beautiful. Next up is Hannah Condra. Uh, she looks great. She's giving Joan Collins from Dynasty. Mm-hmm. This hat is beautiful. It looks like she had a problem packing it, though, because I bet at one time it was flat. <laughs> what was flat? The hat? The hat. It, it's giving old record. 
Well, honey, it was uh, I it like beautiful. it. I'm Me too. obsessed with this. Can I borrow this, Hannah? If you're listening, can I borrow it? I have a tour coming up. I'd love some legacy pieces. This is cool. She looks fucking awesome. Yeah, she does. A plus. Hannah Conda knows how to do some drag, I have a feeling. I think she had her lips done. <gasps> I know. Can you do that? I don't know. I they, She might get disqualified, I think. Oh, yeah, no face work is allowed. No, no work face above or the body neck. work. Mm-hmm. No face or body work is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Damn. They check. They check. Uh, they, honey, I want to check. Holding up a black light to see if it's X-ray. through. <laughs> X-rays. <laughs> I saw the pump and it was clumped. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up next? God damn it. The next girl is wearing red. And she is oh, ready she is. for the runway, and it is Molly Poppins. Molly, Molly Poppins. Poppins. She she looks like a rose about to bloom, and then she starts walking. She blooms just for you. Mm-hmm. She starts walking, exposes her breasticles, and then she spins and says, "I'ma drop this to the floor, honey." And it's Let like, "Let me drop this, Mike." It's like a, a a dress train with an invisible dress, kind of. It's a you boa, know, a boa apparati. It is. Um, it's applied in a very unusual way. Uh, I'm glad that she started it as like a ruffled up thing and then did a little bit of a reveal, then did mm-hmm. the full shebang. And it's a boa, but it's looped, uh, and which is unusual and really cool. And these girls talk about these girls being hobbits. She does not look like a hobbit here. Her legs look a million miles long with that high... Uh, platform shoe, mm-hmm. the garters. She looks fierce. It's giving hoochie coochie en rouge. Hooch and the cooch. Shout out to Boa in Canada. Canada. <laughs> um, the next girl. <laughs> well, we can't say Boa without bitch, Boa. Bitch on arrival. I love Queen Kong's look. It's uh, it's giving like Maleficent in the Red Room, Moulin Rouge. I'm not mad Gorgeous. at it. Gorgeous. And kind of a mystique patterning on the bodysuit underneath it. Mm-hmm. I just like Queen Kong because she looks like she always has a secret that I want to know, but she won't tell me. Yes. There's so much detail here. These little tiny mini sort of, they're almost like spikes, but they look like scales on the shoulder. Are you talking about Mini Cooper's nipples? T- no. Oh, sorry. Tremendous amount of detail in this. The makeup is sickening. Queen looks really, really gorgeous. I think she's horny. Great. She's She's horny, 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 horny. Giving you Chanel Vegas with the like, come hither. Come hither. Never mind, don't go. (laughs) I am the witch. It's very. Mini Koopa is next. I Uh, love her dress until it. Do you think that the the AIDS ribbon on the back like made it heavier and dragged it down? Because it is in the wrong spot. (laughs) It's a beautiful gown and she looks beautiful. But. You can see her fake boob and the nipple, and it just looks like it's slipping. At this point, I would have, if I put it on and I was having this issue, I would... Strap it up somehow. Yes, I would just do a halter. Even if it was, you know, ramshackly applied, you could use like a a nude color, you know, something, and just sort of tack it and do a halter just to keep it in place. She could have used the two top red straps. 
she could have done that too. You doing a strapless garment is great. I, it's one of my favorite lines to do, but it it needs to be fitted pretty tight, mm-hmm. and it has to have like boning and support in it, especially oh. if you're gonna have like something heavy on your fucking ass. Also, it could have fit maybe backstage when her arms were down, but when you pull your arms up, it gets like skinnier at the rib cage, kind of, and maybe that's you're when right. it like uh, made a little uh, scooch. It's Gooch. Well, this dress is drooping, but with a few alterations. Beautiful. She, it's really, really gorgeous. This is her Valentine's Day dress. This is her Australia it's, Day dress. It's red. Oh, it's red. Dress party at Gold Coast. Honey. Yeah. Aw, RIP Gold Coast. I know. Can we do a red dress party somewhere else? Let's do a mom the red dress thing. party at heart. Can we please? Yeah, the theme can daytime, be red. Daytime shows. Daytime shows. Yeah. <gasps> Red dress parties daytime. What if we do a sunrise show? We all just get trashed all night and then we come at 6 a.m.? <laughs> I think it's illegal to be open at that time. Oh. Tell my legs that. Who's next? Anyway. Who's, who's next? Next. I mean, Minnie does look really gorgeous. Oh, yes. Becky Jackson. She comes out with okay. her Australia um, flags and a poppy on her head. And the Australians, if you don't know, they have something called tall poppy syndrome, which I'm mm. not really sure what it is, but Courtney talks about it. Um, but you know how. Um, no, it means they don't like when someone gets too like famous or too big. And so they try to like, it's like the flower grows too high. So they try to like chop it down. This dress's fit is problematic. The the lining, I don't understand what's happening. Did she need a piece of tissue so she ripped out the back part? <laughs> I don't. I enjoy Spanky as a performer. Her fashion choices for me so far have been unique. Unique? Unique. Why the Serena Chacha tiny flags? Have we learned nothing? The hat is great. The From, from the neck up. Great hat, I'm, great hair. From the tits up, I'm sold. It's from the tits yeah. down that needs... A little bit of work. Tits up, though, 100%. Tits down. Um, can I speak to the manager? Is the white lining inside the dress in, an intentional thing? Girl, I don't it know. Seems like, it seems like an afterthought or something that wasn't thought of. It, it should have been, uh, I don't know, it should have been black to sort of mirror the hat. That would have been cool. It seems like it's just how it came out of the factory. Unfortunately. And can we not do the tiny flags? If you're going to have a flag on Drag Race, it better fucking be fucking gigantic. At least make it be on scale with you as a person. Right. I don't I don't know how she looked in the mirror and said, okay, this is the look with this fit. Well, I don't mind the line. I don't mind the silhouette. I love the hat. I love the glove. I, I, I rarely like a pump. But I even like the pump. It's sort of like this Dior kind of, you know, new silhouette almost. But it's the lining that shows is taking me out of the fantasy of it all. And the flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a flag on this play. She could hold a giant flagpole with like a giant f- fucking flag that would be at the top of like a building. Because mm-hmm. she's strong. Oh, so strong but, lady. She's strong lady. <laughs> but... <laughs> For the more industrial-sized woman. Girl, I love your look. You look so strong. I love your costume. For the heavy-duty beauty, honey. (laughs) Heavy-duty beauty. Next up, your guy. Looking beautiful. 
This is. She said, "Fuck my eye infection. I'm doing drag tonight." <laughs> this I love that the tail is attached up, so it's not dragging, and you see that she yeah. is a devil. And she put yes. in contacts. I'm sure they told her not to, and she just said, "You know what? Let me ruin my life and my health for drag." Mama, how quick did this eye infection get better? I don't know, but pink is next to red on the color wheel, so. I think she only has one contact in. You might be right. Ursula is wearing a red leopard print blouse, I'm just saying. IJS, I'm just saying. She's singing my life with her song. Yuri Guy knows her way around some fucking drag. She looks really cool. She looks scary. She looks gorgeous. Lots of detail. The the uh-huh. tail itself is fabulous. It's a trumpet gown and a fucking monster and claws and fucking demon from hell. I love it. I don't think they give the girls enough room to exit and enter the stage because Yuri has to put her hand on the wall and then all these beads <laughs> in the back. They're, look, it's just not enough room. Well... I feel like they did this whole season in like a down under WeWork space. Okay. It's small. It's it's a, it's a petite. Lots of horns on the runway. Yuri's got some horny hair. Horns on the runway. Runway. Hor- Run. oh, 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 runway. Trend alert. Horns. Oh, Aubrey, have are you feeling horny? Aubrey comes out in red. Aubrey is eliminated, so she doesn't go. (laughs) No, she doesn't. Never mind. She's at home wearing red. (laughs) I thought she was next. I see red. Red. The winners. It's up in my eye. (laughs) Were you shocked or pluckest by the fact that Spanky Jackson and Yuri Guy won this week? I girls were. If you had to ask me who the winner was, I would not have said it was them. Um, I thought they did fine. I thought, I thought they, they did were charming. I thought they were suitable, but I, I thought did the not think they was, were superlative. The edit was telegraphing that they were the winners because they were. I mean, I don't know. There was sort of like peppy underscoring music and lots of like laughter reactions. So I was like, okay, I get, I get that. Like they're they're do, they're doing well and they're getting a strong placement. But I thought. I thought the Hobbit twins were going to fucking take it. The clown and the priest? Are you kidding me? I, I, my top two were clown and the priest and then um, Minnie and Queen. I thought both right. of them had a better chance of winning than who actually won. But we love the storyline of, oh, my God, she's sick. Oh, my God, she ran back from the hospital and won. But I think they're giving Yuri a win because I don't think she'll be around much longer probably. Oh, my God. What is that bad saying? Because based on her acting, she's won two challenges. Oh wait, she almost won another challenge. Yeah, based on her acting challenge, acting and performing comes into Drag Race so much. I think, um, mm. and on this challenge, I didn't find her timing to be as funny as her partner for sure. So I I thought that she was one of the weaker ones, other than her runway look. Her runway look was sickening, and the fact that she came home from the hospital and slapped on some drag to ruin her life with her eye. I think that um, that's just my. She's a man with one eye. (gasps) This is uh. What's that doctor's name? This Richard Chamberlain. (laughs) I don't know. The fugitive. This oh, he was the one-armed man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Butterscotch, the one-armed drag queen. Hey, girl. 
Exactly. This is a little bit of a shock, I think, um, intended to shake up the girls. Because I think it was, to me, for me in general, personally, Mm -hmm. it seemed like Hannah and Molly were going to take it this week based on the runway and the challenge. Because Spanky didn't have the absolute strongest runway this week, but they pulled it out. Uh, So... We could take so, a break and discuss this further. Yeah, let's we're gonna discuss this off off offline. <laughs> and that's why I think RuPaul really isn't there this season. Anyway, we're Good back. Point. Good points. Um, uh, and you can hear all those points on Mom Plus. <laughs> no, um, they don't get ads. Oh. So <laughs> they Ru- don't have ads. Rue says that everybody else is up for elimination other than Spanky and Uruguay. And they give some critiques to the girls. They say with Beverly and Pomora, the chemistry just wasn't there. And um, they huh. said it's something they have to overcome out in the world. You don't always get to choose who you're paired with. It shows. Well, that's certainly the guy. I feel that way all the time with this show. Ugh. Um. Anyway. <laughs> no, Hate it, bitch. <laughs> Uh, Molly, <laughs> Molly Poppins and Hannah Conda had great chemistry, but they said that there wasn't enough material to support what they were doing after they did the material that they were told to do with the clown and the priest. So, girl, girl hokey pokey, hoppy audios. Hop. Yeah. Holly hobby, hokey pokey. She's just a little hokey pokey for me. <laughs> and, and Rue says they should go out on the road together. So, apparently, it was funny enough for Rue to, you know... Try to tell him what to do when she gets her 10%. Yeah. Um, she does love Molly's outfit. And she says, this outfit has gone behind, beyond the level of trash into high fashion, which I aspire yes. to. I love that. Honey, the, you live on that line. Mm-hmm. You own property on that line. I heard you snorted that line. Oh, my God. Um, Queen Kong, they give a very... Uh, Welcome to the competition, Jimbo. You've moment. shown up. Uh, Here you with, are. <laughs> with yes, with Queen Kong because she did. She did really have a breakthrough. I thought she was. She held her own, and she was very strong. And she was paired with you know Minnie Cooper, who's a, a large personality. And she held her own. She held her ground, and I thought she did a great job. And always looks great on the runway. Mm-hmm. Minnie Cooper um, shares the emotional connection about the ribbons down her back this summer. Um, it's a message to remember all those we've lost to AIDS. And Rue mm-hmm. says that she's a superstar and she needs to learn how to rein it in. Right. You need to learn how to direct yourself. A you need bit. that. You need that right rein. Well, yes, absolutely. Um, now we get a little bit of untuckedisms in the workroom. Um, it's emotional. Uh, Spanky and Yuri felt saboed, but you know they're like. And and Yuri had to go to the doctor, but they beat the odds, mm-hmm. and uh, they came in with a win. Now, the queens are really upset when they come in the room. Pamara and Beverly are crying. Crying. Not Emotions tears, Emotions are running hot. Weeping. A weeping um, wound. They don't want to go home, and I get it, because they're like, you know, they tried really hard. They put on a lot of drag, um, and Beverly is, between her sobs... She lets everybody know that her confidence is all a front and she's scared to leave early and she feels like a failure. Yeah. Do you ever think that whoever cries more gets to stay? 
Um, I think it depends. If you cry all the time, no. But Beverly Kills is clearly someone that production has their eye on. Mm-hmm. They want her as a sort of a villain, an agitator, someone who will sit in the interview chair and give some fucking, let's talk some trash. Enough Dish, kumbaya, I mean, let's talk yeah. some trash. So they so they have her in their pocket for that reason. And she's also giving emotional depth. Like, I fell for her in this moment. I really felt, I felt her emotions were genuine. I don't think her tears were ordered from China. And so... If you're giving a breakthrough, uh, that is also valuable to making a TV show. So I think that all goes into um, who stays. Do you think that her candelabra should have been lit? I do. I think it should have had candles that were lit. And that would have made a difference. Red flames. You... Kiss the flame. <laughs> now kiss the flame. She stole my move. <laughs> she stole my she move. She stole my move. <laughs> Um, the bottom two are Beverly Kills and Pamara Fifth, and they both say, love you, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. You you have fun Let's up have there. some fun. This bait is sick. sick. I want to take a ride on my kangaroo stick. Uh, <laughs> the lip sync song is another Kylie song featuring uh, Years and Years. Baby, cause you blow my heart up, I'm so... Oh, that's a different song. Uh, this lip sync was engaging. They engaged. I liked it. I... I did not think that Pomora's panty was stage ready. I think maybe a pink panty or a red panty would have been more suitable than the white panty. That panty ruined, that ruined panty the was, night for her. That panty was not ready to do so. Because RuPaul said, uh, Yes, yeah, she went. RuPaul gave the grimace. She gave the grimace to the panty, which I don't is think unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I thought Pamara really held her ground in this lip sync. Otherwise, she was strong. She looked great the whole time. Um, she did, and- but I thought Beverly performed better in general. If I had a dollar and had to only tip one girl, I'd probably give it to Beverly on this because she had more tricks. And I thought that she um, she was more enrapturing to me. Like, I look... I. I was waiting to see what she did more than the other girl because not the other girl, sorry, Pomora. Um, there were more like splits and flips and kicks and Pomora she did a went lot of jokey with it with the whole like, oh, let me try to right. do what she just did. And like I feel like yeah. that's funny and stuff, but actually performing it well and killing it like Beverly did would probably garner the win in this case. And it did. Yeah, Beverly had an intensity to her performance that was really great. And she did the UK knee knee drop a couple of times. And at a certain point, you're like, okay, well, I just feel like you're just injuring yourself. Then she went ahead and pulled out the big guns and did this, like, she did this touch the ground uh then okay, leg kick into a into a split which was very impressive and surprising and, but also Pomara also surprised us with dropping into her own split oh did, her did they show her trying to get up though no i don't care about the get up it's not how you get up it's how you get down is it i don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know, <I'm> just, <laughs> 
I think it's when well. it's not about fall, falling or failing. It's about how you get up. <laughs> oh, okay. But you, you could. We'll, we'll but it's have Big Dipper look into that. It's down we'll under, so it's actually opposite. That. So you're right. <laughs> yes, it goes the other way. It's a different hemisphere. Uh huh. The international date line and everything like that. The Meridian Chase, Doctor Chase Meridian timeline. <laughs> uh, so Beverly wins. Pamara walks up to the the top of the runway and she looks at everybody and she says, "Bye, cons." I can't. <laughs> and it's so funny that they cut away to RuPaul peeing, laughing. And yes. uh, the girls are told next week is Snatch Game. Yes. Um means so our we'll, work here is done. We will all be waiting on bated breath for Snatch Game. Uh, this season is really heating up. I'm really getting to know the girls. And please I'm enjoying it. Please don't bait on my breasts. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race, Race Chaser. Chaser this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to call Brenda. I mean, subscribe. Take a moment to leave us a rating, too. <laughs> and you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. And doing so, you get access to all of the Mom shows ad-free. Did you hear that? Ad-free. No ads. And many of them you get a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this particular podcast. Right, Chaser. You can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our race chaser account is race chaser pod and the mom podcast. They're on the TikTok and Instagram at mom podcasts. Plural. And email us at any time at race chaser podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next week for more discussion, dissection and dissemination. <sighs> Bye cunts. <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom! To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound designed by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000.